as you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will realize that there is something ahead. Something that lurks behind the dark veil. A veil that is beyond our own comprehension. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right, we're back for episode 150 fucking five. They just keep going up. Yes, and it's chapter two, It Day. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about the new It movie that just came out to finish up the whole movie thing. It's like, what, five and a half hours long now? Like, if you add it all up, right? Yeah, dude. Wasn't the first movie like two and a half hours long? Yeah, this one was like three, I believe. Yeah, it was almost three, I think. Yeah, you might be right. Let's see. Two hours and 50 minutes, actually. So pretty much. Yeah, pretty much three hours. And you can always tell in the theater when like people are fucking like it's a long movie, you know, because they're like they're like moving around. They're like getting off Italy and Everybody shit. gets up every hour. I literally did not move the whole time. And I drank like a large beer before I went. Like I drank. Like, really? A, like I drank like one of those big fucking bottles of fucking Heineken before I went in. Okay. Wow. Why, I, why would you drink right before you go in? I don't know, because I didn't want to get like I wanted to be less irritable, I guess, because yeah. I was going in the middle of the day. I went, yeah. I went to the five o'clock showing. Right. You know like Kind of like when you're going to go to the preschool to pick up your kid, you're going to drink a beer, slam it right before you go in. Right. <laughs> so like, you're like, you got to get it. it in, you know? <laughs> What are you talking about alcohol problem? Get in the car. Oh, Jesus Christ. I made a joke about something that alcohol is a serious problem, Alex. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm drinking, bitch. Hey, I quit drinking and then I started again today. We're drinking some high life again because that's what we live in. Yeah, well, it's cheap and, and we don't really give a fuck. I think it tastes good, too. I grew up uh, on this beer. I, mean, I wouldn't say it tastes good. It's tolerable. It's to- okay. It's tolerable. Well, it's, I think personally it's better than rolling rock which is another decent cheap beer uh rolling rock is definitely better you think so oh yeah i don't like it but i'm just saying it's it's better i like i don't care because all the objective for me is to get a little buzz on so that i can talk to you guys because i get really scared i puke about seven times beforehand so i always joke about puking on the well that's because i shove my dick in i'm I'm kidding yeah I don't do any of that shit. Fuck you guys. <laughs> They're like, oh, now it makes sense. Everything's coming around. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, so how how was your uh, week? How's things going? It was all right. It's you know we got a couple of things from our baby shower already. Like oh, she yeah. had, like registered on Amazon, and I was like, why are they fucking just sending it to our house? Well, Don't you want to like open it at the baby shower? So we're like. I guess at the baby shower, we're not going to open anything. <laughs> yeah, you really shouldn't. Yeah. Right. I don't get that, but whatever. Uh, Unless so you have something shit. coming, you should. it'll always tell you in your app or, right. or on your you know thing. Which you know. I think is kind of fucked up, too. It tells you someone bought someone something, and not only does it tell you 
that someone bought something, it tells you who bought that something. Right. Well, the thing is, is that you can actually set it so that it doesn't. Oh, can you? Yeah. See, I didn't have any <laughs> hand in the registration. Yeah, no, no, no. Because, no. like, the bad thing about the Amazon, uh, the whole, like, because, like, I've thought about putting it up for people if they wanted to buy me a movie to review out of my, like, Amazon wish list. But the sad thing is, is that when you actually order something for somebody, it tells the person who bought it for you their address. Oh, yeah? So it's like, I don't want to put that up out there. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no offense have, like, to people anybody. People up your house, like, fapping right. off. Like, if I had a fucking P.O. box, maybe. No offense to you guys, but, I mean, that's just smart. You know, just don't put your shit out there like that, you know? Something you should always do, guys, is protect your information. For sure. Just It's just common sense, you know, 100. That's not even a credit class. Mm. It's like, uh, you know, a non-credit class. <laughs> Now, heads up, guys, if you guys want to skip any of this intro or anything like that and just jump right into that hot, sexy, spoiler-free review, go ahead and check down below. There's always timestamps for all the sections that we do on our podcast. Feel free to do that. I know some of you hate our guts and uh, can't stand the sound of our shrill voices, so feel free to jump ahead. <laughs> but no, for real, if you guys want to skip it, you can. So like, what about you, dude? What was going on in your week? Um, well, we went and Christina's birthday was just here recently. What did you guys do? We didn't do a whole lot. We like went around to a lot of stores. She wanted to go shopping. Uh, we ended up Typical. just buying movies together like we normally do, yeah. and it turned into me getting a bunch more movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, happy birthday, Christina. So win-win. We got to celebrate it, and I got movies. So no, we just like doing it together. I felt really bad because I, like, <laughs> I did not wake up in the best of moods that morning. Ooh. And like, uh, it's a long story. Let's just say uh, she thinks I'm a backseat driver. Let's just say that. Uh, and I kind of see am. that. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I kind of am because like if someone is like riding somebody's ass or slams on the brakes a lot, I get a little particular. You, you know? do. Yeah, I remember we drove to go see the dead. The dead don't die. You were like holding on to that oh shit bar, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" I try to tilt my head down, look down at the floor, and go, "Oh my god, please God, don't let <laughs> Jesus Christ like help me, take me, guide me through this fucking mission that we're taking to go see a band. I don't want to die." <laughs> but most there's some people that I'm just like, "Oh yeah, they know what they're doing," because they don't like when you see brake lights, guys, you let off the fucking gas. Okay, just let me just be honest with you. I'm not saying. Christina didn't, all right? I'm just saying he that is. if you see brake lights up ahead of you, it's not time to hit the gas pedal, all right? Well, you, you got to inch in so that other asshole doesn't get in front of you, so you I, get I mean, one well, car length closer. Well, I always see people fucking, like, rushing to a fucking red light. Oh, dude, all the time. And it's yeah, like, it's like, sure. dude, like, and then you pull up next to them, like, that's, 10 seconds later. That's the awesome part, though. Yeah. You can be like, you can give them the thumbs up, and you're like, dude, yeah. nice job. Good job, dickhole. Right. Fucking, I, I did, but when I drove like i feel far um, i feel pretty comfortable there's been a couple because well, you're in control right you're always uncomfortable yeah but that doesn't make me a control freak just because i can't sit in no the car. one said you were a control freak i just pay attention to so much more than most people that i like i've got like a million thoughts going through my head and so like i'm like chess master fucking on the road and i'm like okay that person's moving here so that means here it's like it's like you ever seen that fucking movie the fucking the hangover when he's like doing all those math equations <laughs> <laughs> before he's while he's fucking gambling and shit like that's what i fucking see you made me think of that fucking uh what was it jerry seinfeld skit where he's talking about scuba diving he's like oh my god there's a fish it's a rock don't die <laughs> i don't 
not even know that one. It's so good. Anyways, digress. Um, but there has been some fucked up kind of news here in the news uh, just today. Oh, yeah. Today's Thursday, f- or no, today's Friday for us. Yeah, it is Friday. Apparently, uh, Sid Haig's wife posted on his Instagram or her Instagram. I'm not, I think it's his Instagram that he got taken to the ICU. I haven't heard what has happened yet, guys. And I hope it's okay, but apparently she said something about an accident and nobody knows exactly what the news is, but you know, I think everybody's like a little worried, you know, right now. And I hope by the time you guys hear this, we kind of figure out what yeah, happened. Like like we figure out some good news, yeah. you know, but um but yeah, I we all hope that he's like, you know, doing okay. So cheers to him. Cheers. Cheers. It was just yesterday. He was making me those shots. I know, dude. I feel so, I'm so jelly about that, dude. We oh. went to the horror con a couple of years back. What was it? Like two years ago? Was it? No, it was like three, four years ago. Or it was yeah, it was a while. It was like four years ago or something. Was like it that. four years? I don't know. Maybe it was three years ago. But I went and like as I was about to go hang out and get a drink from Sid, uh, one of the guys who runs the place was like, "Hey, do you mind if I cut in front of you real quick?" And I was like, "Nah, it's okay. Go ahead, man." He's like, "Sorry, I'm not trying to be a douche." He's like, "I'm just trying to." And I was like, I didn't even know who he was. And then he was like, hey, by the way, I really appreciate you letting me cut in front of you like that. I was like, no, no worries, man. It's all good. We're having a good time. You know, I was like, I was going to get to him eventually anyway. Right. And then he was like, hey, why don't you uh, come back here? I'll, I'll show you something. He was like, my name's blah, 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 blah. And, and he took me into the VIP room. He's like, you have access to this room now. Oh. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I, he was like, literally take pizza. There's pizza. There's beer. Do you want some beer? Have some beer. Come back whenever, man. And I was like, Fuck. I don't remember hearing this. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That was super nice. But you said Sid Haig that night. He was uh, attending bar, right? Well, yeah, he was doing some sort of uh, Rudy Tootie. Uh, Fresh and fruity. <laughs> something. I can't remember what he called the shot um, off the top of my head, but it was actually a pretty good shot. It was pretty strong. Um, but he was selling shots. I think it was like five, ten bucks or something like that. Yeah, anything to make a buck. That man is a businessman. Hey, no, it was cool. First it was, and foremost. I thought that was really cool. He doesn't even drink himself, so at least he doesn't anymore, at least that I remember. So, Oh, yeah? Well, I don't even really drink that much anymore anyway, so it's like every time I do, I just feel like shit. Or less, we pretty much drink every time we do the podcast. At least I do. Yeah, but that doesn't mean we get drunk. We like, don't. We just, sh- get, we just get a little edge off. Yeah, we just get a little, it's a little buzz on. I used to be able to drink 10 shots like in a row and be like, whatever. Yeah. Like, fucking go pound another beer afterwards and go dance on the dance floor. Yeah, I remember floor. those days. Yeah. And now when I drink too many beers, I wake up with a fucking hangover. I used to it's get like, out get there. hangover from beer? I feel like a pussy. See, I used <laughs> to get out there and dance to a, a I'm going to rock down to a... Le- no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how the fuck old are you, dude? <laughs> They're like, I don't even know what song you're talking about yet. <laughs> just kidding. Anyway, guys. Fucking show. boomer. I so oh, please don't. I hate that. <laughs> anyway, I think it might be that time. Oh shit. Horse shots. All right, guys, so we're bringing it back. What do you mean, bringing it back, Alex? Well, we're bringing back a fucking shot. Many moons ago, we did an episode on September 11th of 2017 for the movie It Chapter 1, technically, although they didn't call it It Chapter 1. They no, just they just called, called it It. it. Um, but they'll probably change that now or something. You know? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we came up with a pretty cool shot called Greywater, because in the first movie, they talk about Greywater, and it was like a big thing. And Eddie, or not Eddie, was it Eddie? 
Yeah, it was Eddie. Uh, what was Eddie? Eddie was like, oh, that's gray water. I don't want to go in that. Do you know how many fucking infectious diseases are in that? But they did bring it up and they get in the gray water in this movie, too. So I thought, hey, let's bring back a classic. You know what I mean? Hey, it was fucking delicious. It was fucking delicious. So what is in a gray water? And we'll have a picture up, by the way, that we took many moons ago, a couple years ago. But it's a third Kahlua in the bottom. Or you can do a third Kahlua with black confectionery sugar mixed in to make it gray. What we literally did is took in those little pellets, those little black uh, sugar pellets that they have. like the They look like um, sprinkles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can mix it in to kind of like color it up a little bit, or you can use black food coloring to darken it, but you don't want to use a lot. Um, then you're going to use a third of Barely's Irish cream, and then you're going to use a third of whiskey, and then you're going to take a colorful straw. You pick a, it's like a, one of those colorful straws that have the swirls around it. It's, I know that straws are really hard. Like to the color. barber stripes or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Or they have blue, they, you know, whatever. But whatever one you, of your choice that you want, you can cut it about two and a half inches long. You're going to stick that in the drink. You're going to take two, three toothpicks and top them each with three maraschino cherries. They're the smaller ones. So you take a toothpick, you put it on top, you stuff it in the straw that's in the drink. Take another toothpick, put a maraschino cherry, maraschino cherry on top, stick it in the top, push it down. And then by the third one, it'll get real tight. So it looks like a bouquet of balloons. Like who? Pennywise. <laughs> anyway. Like popcorn. <laughs> but yeah you stick the the cherry top toothpicks into the straw to make it look like balloons place it in the shot shoot regret and enjoy that's it that's your gray water it tastes that's actually water there we we drank it and we were like this actually tastes pretty good and it kind of makes sense too because of that part in the movie where that that irish lady she's like my father came over here with 14 dollars in his pocket <laughs> <laughs> Well, we don't have any... Uh, Gray water? No, I was going to say Sambuk, but we do have some schnapps. Oh, my God. I feel like an old woman. Hello. Hello, Patrick. Would you like to have some of my peppermint schnapps? <laughs> I Come would. on and touch Grandma's pussy. <laughs> I don't know why I maybe have an old soul. But no, I mean, it's. I'll drink whatever, dude. At this point, I just don't care. And I think we're getting to that age now. Since we're boomers, we might as well embrace it, right? Right. <laughs> we're, we're, what, 60, 70 years old? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Say whatever you like out there. If you want. If you think it sounds cool, then say it. No, whatever. I don't give a shit either way. I'm going to drink my schnapps. Schnapps. Snap it over. I'm going to take a big swig if you don't mind. Go ahead, but snap it back. I don't want to. Want to get up on that? Yeah! I feel like crocheting right now. Yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna make you a nice pillow. No, I want a hat. <laughs> I'll make you a nice wooden dildo. Mmm, feeling spicy tonight. <laughs> mm. Oh, you want some more? You want Grandma to take out her wooden dildo? Well, I'm sorry, I'm old as shit, guys. It's easy to drink, but it's like 45 percent alcohol. That's so it's really strong compared to like. Well, it's like 90 proof, right? Compared to most uh, other stuff, it's like 31% or lower, even 20% of like flavored drinks. So this is pretty strong. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, guys. Sorry. All right. So now we're going to go take a nap and come back and tell you all about the... <laughs> no, no. Let's hit Luby's. I got to lay down. <laughs> Luby's got the buffet going on right now. Let's go lay down. <laughs> 
Jeopardy zone. Little Johnny's coming over to make some pies for him. <laughs> Little bastard. All right. Anyway, so if you guys would love to take a gray water shot, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com. Check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of our spoiler-free review of It Chapter 2. Right now. All right, guys, so now we're going to be jumping into our spoiler-free review of It Chapter 2, and uh, we're going to go through, tell you a little bit about who's in the movie, and then give our thoughts on it and everything like that. So uh, first off, the movie, It Chapter 2, just came out, obviously, this year. Uh, The movie previously came out back in September of 2017, as we mentioned before. The movie, of course, is directed by Andy Muschietti, who has directed the first one, as well as the movie Mama, which we just actually watched last the other night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it has Jessica Chastain in it, too, who plays uh, Beverly. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It's about those little girls that are rescued um, oh, like from, from a the- cabin, and they're like, there's like a ghost there. Okay. Yeah, it's like kind of a weird story, but it's actually not a bad movie. We kind of liked it actually watching it. Does it, does it, is it horror or? It's horror. Okay. Yeah, it's totally horror. Uh, but the, the story of it, chapter two, 27 years after the first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back together. This movie stars. The adults of the Losers Club, uh, which is kind of an interesting mix of people here. We got Jessica Chastain, who plays Beverly Marsh. She has been in movies like Zero Dark Thirty, Molly's Game, Interstellar, Dark Phoenix, Mama. She played this punk rock chick. She was also in uh, Crimson Peak, The Huntsman's Winter War, and The Martian. Also stars Jay McAvoy, who obviously has been in a lot of stuff that you might know, like Filth. Split, The Last King of Scotland, Dark Phoenix, Glass, Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde, and many, many, many fucking more. Also stars, he plays Bill, by the way. Also stars Bill Hader, comedic actor, uh, who's kind of gone a little bit of on the serious side. He did that movie called The Skeleton Twins, um, and it was like a very serious take. And right. like it showed that he actually has the acting chops, not just some. Well, he, he recently did, did that show for, is it HBO or Cinemax, where I think it's called Barry? Yeah. Where he was a hitman trying mm-hmm. to get out of the business and become right. an actor. I really want to watch that. And people keep on telling me it's fucking brilliant. I yeah. need to see it. He's done other things like Hot Rod yeah, with the Lonely fun. Island. It's <laughs> he's, so funny, dude. He's really funny in there. He's like the wise guy that gets the fucking blade in his head or whatever. Dude, Andy Samberg and Bill Hader need to get together and do some more shit. Yeah, so I think good. that kind of like reign is kind of over for now unless they come up with like a really good idea. But he's been in so many fucking movies. Uh, he has done Inside Out, Trainwreck, Barry, like you mentioned. He's even a voice actor in the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Uh, he did obviously Saturday Night Live 
He's in Silicon Valley. Don't forget about you said South Park already, right? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Because he's done like a like a shit ton yeah, of voices. Yeah, he's in been. South in, Park. He, he, well, he's Ike Broflowski. He plays the character Ike. Well, he also does a lot of side characters as well. I don't know, but it says Ike. Bill Hader, of course, plays Richie Tozier. I don't know how to say that last name, but it's Richie. Beep, beep, Richie. Uh, also stars Isaiah Mustafa, who plays Mike Hanlon, who is in a TV show called Shadowhunters. He's also in Horrible Bosses, the first movie. A show called Nikita, the Clinic movie, Sirens, and many more. It also stars Jay Ryan who plays Ben Hanscom, who was in the Beauty and the Beast TV show, which I didn't even know about. He was you didn't also- know that? Like Ron Perlman plays the Beast in that. Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, it's also He's also in a movie called Being Eve, Terra Nova. Terra Nova was so good. Uh, he's also in Legend of the Seeker and many more. Also stars James Ranson, who is Eddie Kasprak. He was in movies like Sinister 1 and 2. He was the cop. The funny cop from Sinister. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he even they even gave him a lead role in part two, but which I like him, um, but I didn't like him in the second movie of Sinister. <laughs> he was also in Generation Kill, which was uh, like about those military guys. He was in Captive State, Dead Wax, uh, The First, and Family Blood, and Benny Moore. Obviously, he stars Bill Skarsgård, who plays Pennywise. You guys already know pretty much who he is. He's been in Deadpool 2, Deadpool 2 as Zeitgeist. Uh, he was also in the show coming up, Villains castle rock you don't know what's happening here do you no nobody <laughs> fucking knows wait is villains a movie or is it a i think series? it's a it's i think it's a movie but i, I don't know i'm not 100 percent. i can't remember um but it looks fucking good i cannot wait to see that he was also in atomic bond uh we also have andy bean who plays stanley he was in here and now power which is a tv show Poor Boy, the uh, new Swamp Thing show, but I didn't get to see it yet. Magic 85, Transformers, The Last Night, and many more. But there's many, many, many more people. They obviously have the kids from the first movie in it, so if you've seen that, then you know. This movie was made with a budget of an estimated 60 to $70 million, not including probably the advertising that's gone on this, which is probably pretty, pretty penny. So far, it's made $16.5 million, as according to Wiki. But uh, yeah, Patrick, so what did you think of this second chapter? I actually, I really enjoyed it. I um, Was it as, did I like it as much as I liked the first chapter? No. Okay. I think that's just an ongoing trend with most movies, any movie you think about. There's not many movies that you're going to be like, oh, the second one was better. Yeah, but they've been planning for this movie from the get. So. Right. Obviously. It's a little bit different than just seeing a sequel. Yeah. Because you've, you've we've all seen the It movie. Right. A- and they did play true to the original movie, from what I can see. I wish they would have borrowed a little bit more from the actual book. They did, actually. Well, they did. There were some things they didn't. I don't know. I never be hard to translate that into film. I can't remember anything about the book. Like I remember talking about this when we did the first chapter. Yeah, or it was just called it at the time. But um, now they're calling it Chapter One. But uh, yeah, (laughs) there was some stuff in there that they added that is way deeper than the first movie. But go ahead. No, they did. I'm just saying there were some certain things that I think they they did more in the second one that they didn't do than Chapter One. So there's a lot of stuff they did in the in the second chapter than in the first chapter. Like, they took a lot more liberties with CGI in the second chapter, mm-hmm. and I kind of didn't like that. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I 
I think Bill Skarsgård is a good enough actor that you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. But I can see I, I can see where some of it fit in, and some of it I just think they were just trying to think of something crazy to throw on the screen, right? And uh, I don't want to. Ru- well, we'll get into that in the spoilers. Yeah. But overall, Phil, the film, you're not going to feel bored. There's no slow parts. Mm-hmm. It it was good film. It was evenly paced. It, there was no dead. Dead. I, don't, what, I, I would have to what, argue a little that there, there is a little bit of like fluff. Like it could have been trimmed down a little bit more, in my opinion. Maybe a little bit. I see what you're saying there now that I actually reflecting on it. You just saw it today. Yeah. So like it's a little bit fresher to you. But yeah, maybe there could have been some things that could have been trimmed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's a good film. How did you feel of the tone about with it with the first film? With the first chapter? I'm sorry. I definitely, I think the first film was a little bit more darker first chapter yeah i thought i think the first chapter was a little darker okay and had a little bit more so disappointing in myself right now because i didn't get a chance to watch the first chapter before watching the second chapter again right it's been like a year since i watched the first chapter so i watched it last night i know you did yeah because you're a consummate professional (laughs) you just you're on your shit that's just how i watch movies even if i wasn't doing this podcast i would be doing that like i have hbo streaming service and it's been on hbo for like ever and i go to i go to watch it and i and like i don't really have a lot of money right now so i couldn't i didn't want to pay to rent it and just throw money away well or you could just buy it like i I could just buy it but i don't have the money right now i think it's like 10 bucks at like walmart all right <laughs> suck a dick anyways uh it's a good film okay go watch it if you're interested in watching the film don't pander about it just go out and watch it okay did you uh have any other thoughts to share about the movie like anything that you might have gone in expecting or not expected or i can't nail down what i was expecting but i was expecting something that it, it didn't de- exactly deliver but that's okay because not every film's perfect and not every film is made for you right no that's cool and I think as far as the direction of the film and the way it was it was plotted out, it nailed every one of those expectations. Okay. But there was just something that I can't... I gotta have to watch it again because I can't exactly figure out what it is, but something... It you're being didn't. picky because... Be, I am being picky. Because you... Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, it's, it sounds... It comes across a little bit as like you're not liking the film. Right. But it, and, I know that you did, but you're just being picky because it is such a bigger film. It's one of those... Yeah, it's one of those films that's from your past and you kind of like... You want it to be a certain way and you want certain things to happen and they don't happen the way you want them to. Right, and you're right. upset about it. But you got to let go of that shit, and you got to realize that it's not your film. Well, I mean, to some degree. I mean, To it, some degree, yes. Because it becomes your film if you love it. Right. So you can't really say that either. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I see. I hear like, Videodrome is my film. David David Cronenberg may have written it and may have directed it and put it together, but, <laughs> but that is my film mine. now. There is an ownership with that film. <laughs> right. And you would have had the ownership with this film. It had done all the hit, all the, like, sweet spots. Like, yeah. Like, it was made for you. You know what I mean? So, but you're a little disappointed, but you a still A little disappointed, but overall, I thought they, they, they hit the notes that they needed to hit. Maybe not to the T, but they got there. Okay, so what would you give it a score of if you had to? Oh, yeah, I'd definitely give it an 8. Okay, what did you give the first one? I gave it an 8.59. Okay. Um, for me, I really enjoyed this film. I thought that it was really good. Uh, both of them are really good, in my opinion. Um, they're both really pretty straightforward awesome kind of films yeah these are big budget movies oh yeah yeah, whereas the miniseries was not 
as big budget as this. You know, they obviously we have the technology. <laughs> You know we can I mean? make it bigger. We stronger, have the technology. Faster. But yeah, I thought the the overall vibe of both chapters are very fluid between each other. I felt like this one was a little bit more warm this time around than the first one. Yeah, it definitely I, I, I it definitely felt like that, especially with some of the music that they put into the film. Sure. And and I also felt like you feel, which is that they put a bit more CGI or at least more noticeable CGI. Plus they added some pretty funny shit into it. So it was, it was <laughs> that was definitely Definitely a couple of times. I think it's an overall entertaining film. It was set out to do exactly what it did. Um, You know, skirt the line of too much, but not too much. Like, it all still seems kind of tame-ish. Yeah. It's not tame, but it's tame-ish. Maybe because of the CGI. I don't know. But was it everything that I was hoping for? Was it better than the first chapter? Yes, but not really. Uh, Mostly no. But let me kind of explain why I say that. Yeah, where you come from? There is some good things in this movie that I really did enjoy. Um, a lot of really cool moments that I was extremely happy about. And then there are quite a few minor disappointments along the way. Um, kind of in the way that they sort of traipsed over familiar ground with a lot of the stuff. Oh, yeah. That kind of borrowed uh, from the first chapter. It's like they recycled a few things from it. But without spoiling anything, they sort of just hit on some of the same beats, I'll say, you know, while expanding on them, which in the the bigger scheme of things, when you really think about it, it kind of makes sense, especially when we're talking about some of these characters' fears and it feeds on these kids' fears to become stronger. uh, Because in a way, this is a very... Lovecraftian sort of thing. It's oh like, yeah, it's like small nod, tiny, but it's there. It is there. Um, more in the book probably, and in these movies than they offered in the miniseries. I'll say that. Um, but on the same note, he was defeated by those same fears, quote unquote, from the first go around in the chapter one. So which the kids kind of beat him on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, what did you really need to go back to them? This is why are you going to play the same old beats? <laughs> you know, like they do it differently. Don't get me wrong, but there is one scene in particular that we'll get to in the spoiler section that had me pretty ecstatic. Although that emotion was lowered because of the CGI. Mm-hmm. But, you know, CGI from the first chapter should have kind of sort of acclimated you to this franchise from these two movies but in this one it's almost a little too bright it's 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 too in your face yes right like there's it's a little too more obvious uh, yeah i think that's what bothered me and and they seem to they seem to go to it too much i would have loved personally to see a scene that did more practical stuff oh especially the the scene in question that i'm talking about Mm -hmm. that i'm sure you know what i'm talking about yeah and carpenter fans know what i'm talking about um still there is gore in the film added with the cgi and a few funny moments with it as well so it's got a good kind of like balance of all kinds of stuff uh seeing an all-star cast of the kids as adults felt perfect it was like it fit perfectly like i don't yeah the the casting calls were on point It made the film a great experience, especially because for me, Bill Hader is without a doubt the perfect choice for Richie. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. And the kid who played Richie, 
actually chose him as his pick. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the one that's in Stranger <laughs> Things. Yeah. They asked the kids who they thought would play their characters in a, as an adult, and a lot of, like, three out of, like, however many, get, they, they like, actually picked Bill Hader because of that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he was, like, a option. They also had James McAvoy, surprisingly great Bill, in my opinion. He did the stutter thing even really well, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't overdone, but he's a, you know, a really good actor. Uh, Jessica Chastain couldn't have been better suited for Beverly. Like, holy fuck, she is Beverly. Like, I was, like, blown away by that. But all around, pretty much great performances, even from people that I didn't even really know that well. Like, these people did a really good job. I have no complaints whatsoever about the casting. It was perfect. But I would have liked to see a little bit more Skarsgård in this film. His performance was kind of overshadowed by a lot of the CGI. I totally agree And with some of the story elements. And mm-hmm. I thought it was really weird because he wasn't very present in this. It was like they wanted to kind of like... Focus in on the characters and where they were going. Which makes sense, but in the same respect, it's like it could have been a little bit darker looming, and they did have his parts in there, but they were almost like, oh, oh, here you go. You know, mm-hmm. more than like omnipresent, where it was just constantly, I don't know. It just felt uh, something a little different about him. I'm, I'm, this is me being a little bit more particular and picky, by the exactly. way. Exactly. Like, that's maybe that's it. Maybe he just nailed it for me. Like, the first one, it was more of like a daunting force where it was just it Him. was present right not a specific thing but just kind of like an overall thing yeah so i don't know why that is because Skarsgård has done really well for the character in my opinion he made uh, this character come to life yeah uh, well i mean it's debatable whether you like the original guy or not but still like it's you, like i said you can't compare Skarsgård to curry i mean totally different it's just different yeah no no, no. i agree but I'm just saying that, like, I would have liked to see more Skarsgård. He's he's in it for sure, guys. So, but, you know, it just felt like he was overshadowed this time. I'm not sure if that's just because how they wrote it or not. He definitely didn't feel as present as I wanted him to be in this not one. Not as much as it was in the first one. Either. But it is still good writing. And then I enjoyed the writing. I thought it was funny, although there was a couple of moments where we were like, oh, okay. You're getting smart. Um, was it scary as they said it would be? Like more adult, as they mentioned earlier on. Not not sure really there. I really feel like it's very similar in the in this as the first one almost. I agree with that. Yeah, very similar. There was a couple of moments that, that do go a little bit more for the gusto, but it almost kind of leans into hokey at some points. But I mean, how do you do a story like this anyway without kind of traipsing close to that line? Mm. So, uh, a few moments they went there with kids too, which I thought was kind of good. Uh, it didn't, it cut away, you know, so it's don't worry. It's not like tragic. <laughs> um, but it did feel pretty much the same tone as the last one, at least to me. So the film attempts to go a little stronger with the feels, of course, because, you know, probably because we've grown to love these kids in their characters. And I'd say we spend more time with them over the both of these chapters than we do with even the adults. Because yeah. they were doing a lot of like, yeah. flashbacky things like mm-hmm. they did in the first miniseries. But it's nice to see bigger budget, bigger actors as adults showing their chops in this. I mean, 50, 60,000 or 60, 50, 60 million dollars is no, it's not something you shake a stick at. You know, that's a lot of money. Right. Um, a few old characters do return in the true fashion of it. So it does sort of follow the original movie and perhaps the book too. But I, I don't, you know, I'm not a professional at that. 
particular mini, like the book itself. I, I know quite a few things about it. I did read it back in the day, but I haven't reread it again. I wanted to before this episode, but I just didn't. They even add more back to the story, to its origins, like where it came from, mm-hmm. which I was appreciative of, uh, which the original miniseries left out. So it was nice to see. Uh, all in all, I think it's a good film. Closes up both chapters. Pretty neat. Pretty sweet. Skarsgård feels a little less in this film, obviously, like I mentioned, which is kind of a minor, albeit valid point to my personal tastes. Yeah. Um, still, they, they dealt with it well, and they even made it the ending a pretty good one. Plus, was the end creature what everybody was hoping for from the book or everything? I mean, obviously, they couldn't do the thing that we don't talk about. <laughs> in the book but that was that's kind of overplayed and they didn't do it in this one and I think that was fine but I think it's up to you whether or not you guys like the end creature and everything like that you're going to see this movie anyway if you're interested and if not you'll eventually watch it on the subscription or something like that so but I think I gave chapter 1 and 8.5 and that actually may have gone up a little bit since I watched it last um, I rewatched it just Last night, for the third time, I saw It Chapter 1 two times in the theater. Would I see this one two times in the theater? Probably not. It's hard to rate Part 2, though, because Chapter 2, I mean, because I enjoyed Part 1 a little bit more. Still, I wouldn't watch Chapter 2 without Part 1 or both as a whole anyway, even though it would be five and a half hours of fucking movie. But yeah, so probably an 8, if you ask me. I'm really having a hard time because it kind of leans into a 7.5 category. Uh, it's really hard for me to rate because like the actors did a really good job, but there's just quite a few missteps in this. So it could be a 7.5 for me somewhere between 7.5 and 8. Like I'm really having a tough time here. Like I wouldn't watch both films without each other. So. At the very least, I think that's fair. And the first one kind of went up a little bit. If I could give an 8.75, I probably would. Because I don't know if 9 might be a little too high. But That's I, what I'm saying. 8.5, maybe 9. For the first chapter? Be, yeah. And what do you think for this one again? 8. 8 for sure. It's like, it's not that it's, it's not that the adult characters did a bad job or anything. I just think that it didn't hit the spots that I was hoping for, mm-hmm. but it did some cool things I really like. Yeah. And it does feel like a complete film if you add both chapters together. Which they probably will do a special edition for Blu-ray. Oh, well, they're already talking about some fucking it, the original it extra footage or something like that. Mm. Apparently, there's some trivia on the first one that I'll mention in the spoiler section but, All right. but yeah guys what did you think have you seen the movie yet are you interested in seeing the movie i hope we didn't make it sound too negative i mean it's both they're both really good films yeah like we don't really get films like this and plus it's kind of nice to see about a hundred million dollars thrown in a movie for a change oh yeah you know like i mean it's not, I'm not i'm not against that i would like to see that i think this is a it's a good story um I don't know. I think it's worth seeing. Great casting. Yeah. I mean, it is a really great cast. It's probably the most expensive of the two movie, too. And uh, But, you know, it it needed an end cap. Was it the best end cap? No, but it's still a good one. So, But, uh, yeah, guys, so we're going to jump into our spoilers section here in a little bit. Uh, If you don't want anything spoiled, no problem. You can come back after you see the movie and check out what we had to think about of it. You know, some of our favorite scenes, maybe a little bit of trivia that we might talk about, what we thought was good or bad, and 
be a little bit more specific. So we're going to go ahead and sound the fucking alarm. Now we're back, guys. So if you're listening now, you are in the spoiler section. You have been warned. What did you think about the end? I'm kidding. (laughs) No, no, we're not going to jump into that just yet, guys. Don't worry. They're like, oh, my God, hit stop, hit stop. (laughs) No, most likely they're just listening anyway, you bastards. So are you going to go into your trivia right now? Uh, I mean, there is some stuff that I want to talk about, but I figured we could get into the spoilers a little bit and talk about. Right. Well, now that we're going to spoil because I've been waiting to air this out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I told Patrick to cut, keep a tight lip on this until we got out of it, because this is a long episode so far, but, you know, it's okay. So, when I went to go see this, I went, like, 5 o'clock in the, the evening. I went to Tempe, which is our college town, so there's going to be a lot of fucking kids right and college students this is why i don't go at five i know and i was sitting literally in a row with nothing but bros bro yeah bro bro (laughs) they were like douchey college kids and it kind of irritated me that i started watching the film and if you've seen this film you kind of know what it opens up with it was two gay guys who were in a relationship and Mm -hmm. they were kissing and the guy next to me was like ew and it was like, dude, first of all, we're in fucking 20, almost in 2020 now. Yeah. And and you really still have thoughts like this? <laughs> like, does it bother you that much? Right. But I'm sure if he saw two girls kissing, he would have no fucking problem with it. He'd be it. like, Woo! Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gay. And the same thing <laughs> happened at the very end of the movie, where he goes back and he recarves his initials in with him and his friend that had just died. He was like, gay. I don't, it just it just really irked me, and I I it, uh, it just really angered me to my core because I just I well, don't get it. In college towns, you're gonna get everybody that's never experienced the world. This is where they like either make it or break it, and actually realize that their small town mentality isn't exactly always right. I, I, and like, who it, cares anyway? Life's too short to fucking be worried about everybody right. else's fucking life. And when it really kind of irks me too is that like they show you like the ignorance of these kind of of this kind of thinking in the beginning of the film with those guys coming up to him and shit. And it's like, do these guys not relate to that? Do they not see that they're those guys? You know what I'm saying? Well, who knows if they would go out there and do it. But I also kind of thought it was a little obligatory. Yeah. Um, for, I mean, it, it's just a character situation. But but I guess maybe I thought that they were going to lead that into something. Like that that their lives were going to matter somewhere in the movie. But it didn't. It was just like, whatever. It was just like podunk town thinking, I guess. Oh, right. They didn't even show those like bullies again. Like, it no. didn't make any sense. I thought that those were going to be like, what's his name's friends? Like Henry Bauer's old other friend that didn't die yeah i thought it was going to be those guys like i was like what, what what is the point of this part right here but whatever maybe they were like hey guys anybody that's a douche bro is gonna have to stay right over here <laughs> by the way this is our movie exits over there right <laughs> in which i totally respect but like i said it just upset me i just yeah I, well you're I gonna get that, that. There's, there's still that kind of thinking out there i'll make a quick little thing we when we sat down in our theater uh we showed up you know like after the second trailer had already played okay and so we were a little late i guess you would say but we went and sat down and christina's like my chair recliner doesn't go back oh no and i was like this is a three-hour movie (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, uh, you want me to switch with you? And she was like, no, no, it's fine. So I was like, fuck that. I'm going to get up. I went and told them. I was like, hey, can we get our seat switched? Because her chair doesn't work. And she was like, what's your seat? I showed her the ticket and she was like, oh, hey, Dave, can you get a, uh, I need you to get over <laughs> to seats F6 and F5, uh, please, in uh, theater 12. Thank you. Copy. Copy that, Lissa. <laughs> And so then this guy just jumped over the, he like pulls the seat out and we were sitting in between two groups. Oh. So it was like, we were like, uh, we don't want to disturb anybody. That's why I told the lady, I was like, we don't really need to disturb anybody. She was like, no, cause they'll have to refund you and then you'll have to get it again. And I was like, fuck. So we go into our theater and there's like this guy flashing his light around underneath the seats, tilting them up. What next to the people that are sitting right there. And I'm like, we're those douchebags, huh? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but they fixed it. And so Christina was happy. She was like, thank you. And I was like, yeah, of course. You know what? You just, you, you mentioning that story just reminded me me dude i had free tickets to go see this movie and you forgot and i forgot to use them idiot they're still they're still good though whatever fucking idiot i'll go watch it again (laughs) anyway uh so uh, i had a few questions that i wrote down for us to kind of like talk about what you think of the adults exactly like you can kind of elaborate on it a little bit more now uh well i definitely like I'm like, having, did you have any favorite characters, like, uh, as the actors? I did. I, I thought the, uh, Bill, I thought Bill was brilliant. Uh, James McAvoy? Yeah. I mm-hmm. thought that it was to the T. He was I, really good. It, yeah. It was really good. I also think, as far as aesthetics go, like, a look or whatever, I, um, who was the guy? God, I, they looked like him. They really looked like him. Yeah. They really, attention to detail. And, uh, kudos to you guys for doing that because it is, on point yeah dude they really look like their counterparts they like, really do. holy shit like even do that one scene in the in the movie where they kind of overlap the faces yeah just to show you like almost like to be like fuck you guys look what we did <laughs> <laughs> look at my big old floppy dick let me shove it in your face, you motherfucker! I can't remember that character's name, but the guy Eddie, Eddie, Eddie with the kid with the inhaler. Yeah, that's the one. That's what I'm. Dude, talking his about. mannerisms. Yeah, the way he talks, the way he, everything about him. They did a really good job. It, it it's probably the most perfect character, even better than Bill. Like when yeah. he fucking stabs what's his face in the. Uh, well, he's kind of got a little bit more uh, more character to kind of embrace um, when it comes to that, because he can grab bottles, he can grab inhalers. There's like a lot of, you know, but just the way he talked for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I agree. But Bill, Bill's a little bit more nuanced, mm-hmm. you know, because he is kind of plain Jane as a kid. Yeah. You know, like there wasn't a lot to him other than the stuttering, which I thought the kid did a really good job. Plus, McAvoy, of course, is going to do a good job. The guy did fucking slice or splice. Was it splice or? Yes. Uh, no, no, it was a uh, split. Split. Sorry. Why did I say splice? Well, he splice did... is another horror movie. Right, right. Not the it. same one. But he did split, which he did like 10 fucking characters yeah. in one fucking movie. Like, you know, he's going to be good. Uh, I also really enjoy Bill Hader's part. He's just naturally fun to to have in a movie, but all the guys really did a good job. Even the um, even the Ben guy who played Ben. Uh, oh, dude, he like, played he, the kind of shy, nice guy really right. well, real smart. And when you look at his eyes, and it's like you're like, I see that character. I see him. Yeah, no, it's the cheekbones. Yeah, I don't know. It was the eyes and the cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Christina was like, well, they probably did that with prosthetics or something. I was like, no, no, 
No, I think that they just did a really good job. <laughs> they probably Although, it kind of reminds me when you say that the process like remember Looper? Oh yeah, but yeah, I don't no. think that's what they oh, did. It was so good. I don't think I, that's I don't think that's what they no, did, but kudos to Looper. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. You always like to derail. So what else do I you do? I do derail. <laughs> that's what I do here. I'm an obstacle for you. <laughs> uh but I was mentioning before that they had asked the kids, the members of the Losers Club in the movie were asked who they wanted to play their adult parts and fifth finn wolfhard who played richie said bill Hader, which they did actually ask him because they also thought he was a good mix uh sophia lillis who plays beverly said jessica chastain which they picked her they also had chosen jacobs who played uh mike hanlon they said they wanted to have chadwick bozeman uh, Jack Dylan, who played uh, Jack Dylan Grazer, who played Eddie, said that he wanted Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wyatt Olaf, who played Stanley, said he wanted Joseph Gordon Levitt to play him. They also had uh, Jeremy Ray Taylor, who played Ben. He said he wanted to have Chris Pratt and Jaden uh, Martell, who played Bill, said Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> We got some tall orders there, buddy. It's a right, little... Chris Pratt. But hey, man, I'd say... I think Chris Pratt actually would have done it. What'd you think of the Stephen King cameo that he plays in the uh, the shop attendant selling the bike to Bill? Yeah, that was good. You like the Stephen King a little? Yeah, it's yeah. like you can afford it. <laughs> he's getting up there in age, but he's still got some spunk in him. Man. Yeah, he it was does. nice to see him. I haven't seen him like. And I really like that that transition after that scene where it's like. Where he's telling the bike, like at the, he's like, you think you can still ride it? And he's like, or do you think it's fast? Oh, I can't remember exactly what was said. He's like, it's like this bike beat the devil or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's fast it, enough to beat the devil. And then it's like, I don't know how good she is anymore, but you can, oh, he's like, it's $300, but I know you can afford it. So, uh, he's like, you want me to autograph this book? And he was like, nah, the ending sucked. Nah, the ending sucked. <laughs> Which is such, dude, I gotta say, I think they're making a statement about that like wholeheartedly oh, yeah. so there's like some sort of like hidden kind of like writer hatred for that <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> oh for sure like i totally feel like that that's like their like passive aggressive way of dealing with some dickhead who was like your shit sucks the ending yeah. is garbage and that's exactly what i was thinking while i was watching the movie and it turns out yeah and apparently a reoccurring criticism about Stephen King's novels is the lack of inspiration for endings. So even in otherwise well-acclaimed novels, this is often addressed to in the movie where Billy, of course, receives the same comments about his books, even from King. <laughs> yeah, as a director. Right. Was, they were definitely making a point yeah, about something. They were something. definitely tipping the cap right. to something. So let's talk about Skarsgård and uh, him in, in, in this movie. Did you feel the same? You did feel the same as me a little bit about how they kind of overshadowed him. Do you want to get into that a little bit? I do. I do. I, I definitely think this, the CGI was a little overused in this film, that it, it and it didn't need to be. It's hard. It's hard, okay, guys? And this is the thing. It's hard because how the book was written and like how some of the parts were. And you want to add all these like fun things in it, but like some of it was a little silly. It was like like the the fucking um the old woman. Uh, okay, she was a little like, funny. That was teetering for me. Like it was good and it was. But bad why can't the they just time? use an old woman to make it creepier instead of like this like tall lanky? 
Yeah. Like, I think more than that, though, I think the thing that really disappointed me was the lumberjack in the park. The statue. Yeah, that was of a little silly, huh? It was really silly. I mean, it was a jump scare. So, of course, you're going to be like, oh, but that's all when you're watching a theater it's all noise and that just makes you jump if you're watching at home in a fucking yeah the person next to me was jumping a lot yeah i jumped a few times but right i only jumped to that scene like because of the sound it had nothing to do with the visual effects it actually scared me it was sound only gotcha but i after looking at it i didn't like it i didn't like it one bit i didn't like the old woman i I, kind of got the i mean i mean when she changed when she had like when the CG, teeth she was like, like ah like right. I couldn't even focus on what her parts were other than she looked cartoonish. Totally agree with you. I think maybe it it, it could have been substituted with like Pennywise. Like yeah, you you have this this right. Just put his amazing, head on it or something. Right, and you like, have this amazing talent. Why aren't you using it? Yeah, it does feel a little weird. I'm not I'm not that mad because, I mean, it's still good. But, yeah, the CGI really kind of felt like I was getting fucked in the mouth with it. Like, it, it just and I didn't want deflated it, you know? me like, a little bit. <laughs> just don't fucking do it when I don't want it. You like. know what I really enjoyed? that When they were at the Chinese restaurant with the fortune cookies. Oh, that was... That was really... I thought it was really fun. Yeah, they added the eye, so that was in there. But yeah. they also added that bird, the, the little baby face bird. Yeah. And then they added the little... Just the regular bird and then the bat wing. The and bat... Then, yeah, it was just one bat wing. <laughs> that was a little... It was just a little overdone. Like, I think they did too many. I think they could have just got away with just the bat wing and the eye. Like, it could have just, like, transformed to something spilling off the table. But I did, like, when he was bashing the chair on the table. Yeah, right, right, right. And then the fucking waitress comes in. What's going on? Richie's like, hey, can I, uh, can we get the check, please? Yeah, yeah, we're doing good. Uh, can we get the check, please? And everybody's, like, horrified. Like, that was some funny shit. Mike's, like, fucking hey, going ham on the table and just smashing everything on right. it. Right. And, like, if you were to see what was there, yeah, like, it was... It- <laughs> This is funny to me. Uh, and it seemed like they were borrowing, like I said before, it, it seemed like they were borrowing more from the original miniseries. And they yeah, were, it did this time. Uh, than the book. Right. Well, I don't know. Do you remember the book? Have I you do. Re- but I'm saying it was a long time ago. But as but this felt more like the miniseries than it did the book. Sure. Like, I mean, there are things from the miniseries that they pulled from the book, but they did change and take some liberties with some other right. things. I don't know if it was uh, the love story, the January Amber's fucking thing was in uh, the book, but it seems like it was because it's like a bit of poetry. They kind of show that January Amber's burning face of Beverly, <laughs> which was a little silly when yeah. she's running. Like, like I said. January Amber's! <laughs> it was CGI was just, it was, I think they needed to. Just take a step back, and, and it would have been a much better film. If you would have took a little bit of the, those scenes away and just... Yeah. Played. I mean, overall, it is an entertaining film. Yeah. It is a nice bookend, for the most part, because there's other things in it that make it worthwhile. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, a lot of the CGI was a little too much. I felt like they kind of focused on the fears too much, instead of Bill Skarsgård, you know? Like, they should have just, like... Like, I understand that they kind of want to, like, the door's kicked open now kind of thing. Like, there ain't no messing around. Well, if they ain't messing around, why is fucking it going back to the same old fears that these kids aren't scared of anymore? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, why would you reuse a, a fear that didn't win you any fucking chances in the first film? 
Yeah. If 27 years later, you're still using the old tricks, then you're not as good of a planet destroyer as you think you are. You know like what I mean? The, like the writer, like Bill, like him not being able to write a good ending. I mean, this they is should have played on that. They this is a played. creature that can get into the heads of people. And granted, like the, the Beverly one was good, but I just didn't like that her head was on fire. Like it was just like a little silly. It, it was, it didn't seem real enough. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's a little too chummy, yeah. a little too funny. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the same way I felt about uh, God I keep forgetting all the names of the children uh, The Asmund Haler kid That doesn't really have any illnesses Right why does he go back to that too Because of like the, leopard. He, it, the leopard I thought he knew it was a gazebo Yeah but the leopard scene again In this film I was just like why Wait leopard The one that th- remember he's choking him And he's choking the, the shit leper. out Oh you the, said leopard Oh yeah leopard. I'm like leopard what the fuck are you talking Sorry. about a little, a little tipsy. The leper. The leper. I, I thought that scene was a... Uh, I was like, why are you borrowing from the first movie again? That's what I'm talking about. They borrowed it there. Like, they even brought the, the flute woman into the only, end scene. But the leper scene... The leper scene where, like, he throws up on him and it plays that song. Yeah, that was weird. It was totally weird and it kind of disconnected from the rest of the movie and I could see what they were trying to do, but it didn't connect. Yeah, like, they thought it was going to be a funny beat, but it was a little too much kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I think they needed to stick with the humor that worked in the film and they tried to go beyond that and it kind of almost tainted stuff for me. Yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, the more and more I talk about it, the more and more it kind of goes down a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because now the more that I'm remembering, like, overall, though, like, I do enjoy the film. It's just there are some really good things about it, but there's a lot of things that are not so great. So it almost feels like it's like a 7.5 in a way. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, don't talking, know, I, I feel the same way. Because, dude. like, when I think back to the CGI parts, granted, we're going to talk about the next one that was really good. Yeah. Which was the fucking, the thing, a carpenter oh. fucking nod with the fucking Stanley head that rolls out of the fridge and then turns into a fucking spider. Which, dude, I swear to God, I am not fucking joking here. Like, I literally was just talking about the thing. And our favorite scenes. And this is one of my favorite scenes. And I literally yeah, just said yeah. that, but like two days ago. And it's in the fucking It movie. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> yeah. Like, in a way, like, it felt familiar. A little too familiar. They did do it up a little bit different. And I think they could have did more practical effects with that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, why? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean... It's cheaper. That wasn't the worst of the CGI, though. No. Like, seeing... I think the lumberjack, in my opinion, anyways, maybe I think was January Amber's was probably the worst. That's up there. I because don't think the it... head was lower than the body. Like it yeah. was weird. Like mm-hmm. they, they almost because like they super like imposed it on top of it, and it yeah. looked weird. I just don't know why they didn't like utilize Bill Skarsgård enough in in this film. Like, like you said, uh, it doesn't feel as present as he does in the first chapter. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't in the miniseries, like the third part miniseries he wasn't either as much but he still kind of was but he was a little bit more darker yeah which i get but i just it just feels like yeah like i felt like i was watching a cgi show with him rather than and i'm sure they used his mouth and stuff and like all this other stuff i don't know it's interesting yeah 
CGI is just the devil. It's the I, devil. It's, no, no, no. I mean, there is some good CGI, and I don't mind it. It's just like the spider scene was actually pretty cool, even though it kind of borrows from the thing. Uh, but we like, I, I like that connection, though. Yeah, well, yeah, a lot of people do. But, you know, they kind of like overdid it a little bit. They're good with the CGI, but it's uh, it's a little glaring. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Eddie's character being gay? Like, didn't, they didn't, like, flat out say it. No, they didn't come out and say which it. Which is probably better. Yeah. Because it's, like, not trying to make some sort of statement. It didn't bother me. But do you do you think that they should have? Do you think that they should have, like... Honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, I, I, honestly, I think they were trying to make some kind of statement. I don't think... I mean, you think they were? I, maybe. Why would because they... Because of the political climate that no, we're no, no, in no, right no, now, no, no. maybe. I, I think you're wrong there, because if they were really trying to hammer down the fucking statement, they would have said it, like, two or three times. But that's, like, jamming it down your throat. Exactly. But but what I'm saying is, is that I was kind of expecting Bill Hader to be like, oh, hey, guys, by the way, I almost died, I'm gay. <laughs> just being upfront with it. You know that like, whole trope? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it was it. tastefully done, I guess, it was because, ta- yeah. because it didn't, doesn't really matter if his character is gay, although, you know, others may argue that maybe he should have said it because it would, like, help other people feel like, you know, whatever. But I also think that that feeds into my other thing where I fucking hate where people feel like they need to be spoon-fed plot lines instead of, like, reading in between the lines, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, they, they man, they <laughs> that Henry Bauer scene where he pushes him uh, and his cousin's all like, He's like, ew, no, I'm not going to hang out with you because his cousin was there and he was like yeah. all worried about it. And he yells the uh, F explicit expletive. Pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you th- I don't think it really matters that much because they kind of like. Neither do I. But like I said, dude, when I was in a theater and, I, and just listening to this bro next to me being disgusted and just like, what does it really matter? You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Like, how does that affect your life? <laughs> Like it doesn't. It's it's just it's <laughs> just fucking move on, dude. Like dude, like so people that have to make it a point. What are you worried about? Right. That's like, more what it is. What are you worried about? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Um. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I I think they did it tastefully, but I I don't know. Do Do you guys think that they should have announced it at the end? I mean, I kind of was expecting it, but I guess I yeah. Know. I had to ask my wife, and I was like, "Is that what that was?" She's like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Okay." Yeah, that's what I thought, but I just I wanted to know what you thought. He also had that really funny scene too, where he uh, axes Henry Bauer in the back of the head when he's when uh, Henry's attacking Bill in the library, <laughs> where fucking Richie's character, yeah, axes him in the back of the head when he's when Henry's attacking Bill with a knife, and he's like, bam, and and Henry falls over, and he's like, that was long overdue. Get it? Because we're in a library. <laughs> I love that he throws up a lot. That's so funny. <laughs> Dude, what about the uh, what was it? Uh, the th- the thing where they were leaving the ch- the Chinese restaurant. I know I'm, I'm stepping back a little bit. Remember that little kid comes up to him. Yeah, that was like fucking Jesus. Calm down, James McAvoy. He's <laughs> like, oh, those are your parents. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like a couple of times where fucking Bill is like tripping out on that kid. Yeah, like he's yelling at that kid like he's in fucking Bird Box or some <laughs> shit. Like, you want to fucking die? You want to fucking die? You like, tell your parents. Yeah, like Jesus, <laughs> calm the fucking shit down, dude. 
Like, I know he's just scared because he doesn't want another kid to die on his watch, you know, because he blames himself for Georgie, and he also blames the Losers Club for it, but, like, legitimately, like, you're just screaming at a child, and good on you, kid, because he took that like a champ. He was just <laughs> like, like, I'm hey, gonna man. go to the carnival now? He's, yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, like I said, I gotta go to the carnival, bro. <laughs> But yeah, like he plays it so cool. Like, like what the fuck? Like I would be tripping out as a kid if some fucking old man on a bicycle is yelling at a fucking right. storm drain. Actually, a little too old for that bike. Yeah, yeah, and then his parents are like, "Oh, you're famous. Like, get away from my fucking kid." Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. That was a little weird. It seemed a little uncharacteristic of yeah. Bill, if you ask me. So let me ask you one question, real quick. One, just one, just one. Okay, just one. Do you think they're gonna make another one? No comment. Just kidding. Um, you know, I, I consider that at the end, I think, no. No? They could, but you. I thought about that, because I'd be open to seeing something like that. But then again, you're they're pivoting off of the king's work. Yeah. They're not coming up with it all on their own. No. Yeah, they took some liberties and did their own thing. But they pretty much but had a they guideline. Got, yeah, do they have, like, the chops to write, like, the king? No, I don't yeah. think they should. No, and if they did, it, it still do would be good. a risk because then the only thing that would be interesting to me as a viewer would be a prequel to know where he came from, uh, where it originates oh, from. Like, oh, no, please don't. I think you should just leave it alone. Yeah. Honestly, because prequel, I mean, as much as I'd love to know the story of a prequel, for me, I'm just not a period piece kind of guy mm. it has to be done so particularly well for me to really embrace it because they always try to get a little too talky with those ones instead of just like showing the goods you know what i mean like they have to prove themselves it's literally all about that foreplay right like come on man everything doesn't have to be shakespeare before fucking the 1700s yeah like come on this thing's been here for a billion years what are they gonna do when it shows up like fucking it's like scaring cavemen like what are, what are we doing <laughs> No, I'm not saying like that kind of prequel. I'm talking about where it actually originates from. Well, that's not where it first landed. Yeah, on but Earth. what kind of story would you have with that? You're tr that's, that is very true. You would have to do an entire CGI fuck fest because everything would be. And at that point, it would just be so muddled that people right, wouldn't, it wouldn't even know what they were be, watching. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be very Stephen King esque. Let's put it that way. Right. Because everything Stephen King esque is very folklore kind of like even though he's kind of modern in some respects he's not in others you know he's got a very old style about him having an entire alien race being taken over by the planet destroyer uh it <laughs> it just seems weird right um, so i lied i'm gonna have one more question oh you piece of shit why why are you presenting it to me like 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 i'm a fucking at a fucking panel or something I don't know. I, I thought we were two friends here just talking. Yeah, exactly. Why are you being weird? If you were to see another Stephen King film be made, do you, what would you like to see? Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive. Uh, I. You know what? I was going to say, uh, I forget now, because that's I so love awesome. that film. I'm just like, yeah, Maximum Overdrive. I would be down to see that. I mean, eventually, I would really like to see a real version of The Dark Tower, not this garbage that we got. No right. offense to any of the actors, but that was a poorly written story yeah like come on man dude i could tell from the trailers it was gonna be poor like it's like it's like they didn't have enough budget so they did work well with what they have but like dude if you can't do it just don't do it like don't fuck it up 
What about the Langoliers? Um, yeah, I mean, I got the Tommy Knockers on DVD here recently. I kind of want to watch that again. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like, I you know, everybody always like, I love Maximum Overdrive. I love the original um, movie or whatever. But that would be kind of interesting to see like a newer version on that. It would, but I think they could do it well. I think they could do it well, but like, oh, do you really want to redo that? Because it's so. I mean, I know Stephen King would. It's... He doesn't even. He left direction and being a director because of that movie. Mm. So, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily off bounds. It's a silly fucking story anyway. Yeah. Can you imagine what they would incorporate into Now's World? You know, like with computers and everything. They could definitely do a deeper dive. It could go way crazier, man. Yeah. Like, I really feel like it would be kind of okay. Yeah. Like, I know that a lot of people are like, oh my God, what the fuck? I'm never listening to this podcast again. <laughs> Calm down. Calm the fuck down. This shit's going to happen eventually anyway. Yeah. Just accept the eye fucking and get it. <laughs> you know, like, let it happen. Go to your happy place, wherever it is. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think if the right hands got on it, I would like to see uh, Maximum Overdrive. Odds are it would never be as good as the original because that's like a like a fucking so bad it's good film to most people. Yeah. But to me, it's just a good film. You honestly got me teetering, though, because that was something I was thinking about after I watching the last chapter, and I was thinking Langoliers. But now, hearing Maximum Overdrive, now I'm teetering. Langoliers could be a kind of a fun little like TV thing because you know there really wasn't that much like i don't know but like something like maximum overdrive that could be fun yeah i don't know like you know you would have definitely have drones in there right like it like the same thing with the new chucky movie there's this limitless possibilities that you can do with that right and wouldn't you have missiles too yeah like that's one thing they never talk about in the original maximum overdrive wouldn't there be missiles being shot off yeah like nuclear missiles being like right you could add in stuff like that Mm -hmm. and just like spice it up you know like people gotta go to fucking the moon or something (laughs) but i guess they wouldn't use nuclear weapons because then it would kill off yeah because it would like you know the shock wave the uh talking about like emps emps thank you yeah emp would knock it out just from explosions or whatever it would just kill it take the electromagnetic frequency boom gone dead (laughs) you're like oh damn it i killed myself (laughs) now let me ask you this what did you think about them feeding on kids about in this movie did you like that they they actually took it there a little bit because i don't think they even did in the first one other than fucking georgie no i i thought it was fine there was nothing there was nothing i was like oh you're going over the line no but you i mean you shouldn't do that they make the one kid just pop into a fucking <laughs> fucking explosion in front of billy he's like he killed the kid in front of me what you the what? fuck that scene wasn't even as nearly as bad as the scene underneath the the bleachers at the yeah stadium. that was creepy i like that scene but that's that's what i'm saying it was good and i don't even think that was over the line see that was like a bit of of scar scars that i was into yeah like i actually was like oh cool we get to see a little bit more where's this gonna go um he he even helps that adrian guy out of the water in the very beginning but Mm -hmm. that's about that's not that much like you really if you think about it like like you were saying before i i really think they they stuck too maybe they stuck too close to the miniseries and the book to actually go out and explore different areas and do a different kind of timeline or a story it's just, it's just there was much more of a closer personal relationship with the kids and it from the first chapter and then there was this up, one. like a sub story with another set of kids 
No. Well, uh, well, maybe not like a full set of kids, but maybe like one or two kids that were experiencing, like that kid in the in the movie. He was saying he was hearing noises. Are you talking about for a sequel? No, no. I'm talking about in the same movie. But remember the kid who was saying, like, yeah, I heard, you know, children's voices coming from the bath drain. And well, they didn't like- show Henry Bauer that much. But I thought the guy that played him was pretty good. At first, I like thought it was fucking Bill Murray's brother, um, uh, Joel Murray. I thought it was like him because <laughs> he kind of looks like him, but he's like a younger version of John Joel. Right. I mean, so anyway. But like I was saying, there maybe could have been like one or two kids, like that girl that died under the bleachers, that were maybe not directly connected to the characters, but were somewhat connected to the characters that were dealing with Pennywise as well. And would it added more... I don't know. I think it should have been more personal with the, the original kids. Right, but... Instead of this fucking January Amber's fucking fire-headed yeah. creature, which was a little weird. It was mm-hmm. cool that he shows up in the fucking the locker and then spills out into the hallway. But, like, the same thing with the girl... Like I said, the girl under the bleachers and the girl... The kid in the fun house. Like, I think there maybe could have been one or two more of those kids that had to deal with Pennywise that kind of like give Skarsgård more of a, a role in this film. I guess, but I, I guess they were trying to allude to the fact that he was scared of them. Yeah. Maybe. If you want to like defend it, I guess. Makes sense, but I, I still think if you would have just gotten random kids, you would have no attachment to those kids. Their deaths wouldn't matter to you at all. But it, you would have gotten more Skarsgård, and that's where I'm trying to get to. Right, but again, I'm saying that the characters that matter the most are the original kids, and, and having totally more agree. experiences with him and them, since they already have this bond, albeit morbid nostalgia, uh, is still could have been played on a little bit more and taken a little bit more liberties, even if it isn't in the book. I don't know. It's just my thoughts. Yeah. The fact that Stephen King's in the movie at all means that he's obviously okay with what they did. Oh, yeah. Which is interesting. You know, it's mm-hmm. interesting. So what do you guys think, though? Do you think that, do you know, do you agree with what some of the things that we're saying here? Do you, uh, I would love to hear what your thoughts are. Did you enjoy the movie? Did we give it too high of a score, do you think? Or do you, do you like it less? Which um, our score kind of varied. Like, I understand that some of you guys may not have problems, have problems with CGI and that's cool. There's just some sort of thing in your mind that happens that kind of is a disconnect for me. And uh, there's there's clever ways to go about doing the CGI. There, I, I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to add this like kind of feel that was like all over the place and like you know give it this like kind of quirky thing, almost as if to give it a pass. Mm-hmm. And I think that they cut it short. Like they should have spent more time on. Uh, it's interesting ideas, but they just didn't land well all yeah. the time. So I don't know. Just those few moments, minor grapes take away from what we thought. Um, I don't know. It's like a 7.58 to me. Ultimately, I'm still struggling with that now because of those moments. Now, when I think back, I think the chapter one just had a better feeling overall. It just flowed better. I think there was a little bit longer parts in this. Christina said she didn't even like the end on this one. Did you like the end creature, by the way? Like, what did you think of the end creature? I definitely thought it was better than the original miniseries creature. Right. And I, I thought it was a I was, like, looking for the, the belly, too, to see if we're right. like, going to get <laughs> They definitely did the deadlights a lot better in this film. Yeah, I don't know. The creature was a little bit... I don't know. I wasn't scared of it, but I wasn't offended by it. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, it was cool. Like, it was just a clown head on a bunch of crabby thing. Yeah. It was, was like, cool. It was pretty, they were, you could tell that they were trying to go back to the miniseries with it being a spider or whatever. Could it have been a little bit different? Yeah. Right. 
And I almost kind of missed the whole battery acid. This is battery acid it's, slime. Yeah. <laughs> or the silver. Or creep. Or whatever he said. Or the like silver, silver slingshot thing. Oh, they yeah. Where they shoot it in the belly. Like, but Wasn't he, it like ball he, bearings or something? He used the, yeah, he used the spring. Or no, he used the spike because he was, she was like, this is a monster killer. Yeah. And he's like, if you believe it. <laughs> and then he throws it in his mouth. Yeah. Screeches. But then Eddie dies anyway. Dude, so, like, and he didn't see it. Like, I didn't see it coming. No. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, he was kind of, like, living it up. And yeah. you kind of hope that he would repent for his mistake of not killing the Stanley spider. <laughs> you know, but uh, anyway. Dude, how good was that line where he, like, fucking stabs what's-his-face in the chest? And he's like, dude, it's fucking whatever. Cut the fucking mullet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, um, yeah, dude, it's fucking 2019. What the fuck are you still doing with a mullet after he got stabbed in the mouth? <laughs> like, yeah, I thought he was dead for sure. Right? Give there. me my knife back. <laughs> anyway, I I gotta watch it again. My my rating is is uh, fluctuating. It's more at an eight, but now I'm more like at a seven, seven point five. It's it's uh yeah because if we're being particular about it yeah if we're gonna nitpick at it then uh, right like overall the movie's an eight yeah. like both movies at minimum are an eight to a nine for most people I would think there are people out there that think it's garbage because they want to have some sort of debate about whether or not who's the better Pennywise and like really what we're looking at is like the story and the overall entertainment factor and everything like that so like yeah we may not be everybody's cup of tea when it comes to these kind of opinions on this but personally I I agree I think some of the CGI in this really kind of was a misstep but there are some things it almost cheapens the film right there are some things that redeem it though that are better than the first movie in some regards like I really like so both of these movies combined 75 percent of the five and a half hours or five hours and 20 minutes that we watched is literally the kids mm-hmm. 75 percent of those five hours and 20 minutes is the kids the other portion is the adults so i don't know like you mentioned that the pacing was fine everything was good i think it was a little slower than the other one and i think that's why it was like it was almost a little too full of itself in some regards. And then this is just me being picky. I'm not saying the movie's bad. I'm just saying. Well, you could have dialed back how long the movie was. You could I definitely, have had- I definitely think this could have been split up to three different chapters done very well at maybe an hour and a half to two hours long. I thought chapter one was really good, perfectly paced, perfect everything. And then this one was a little too much to swallow. A lot going on. A lot of different fears thrown in your face. Yeah. Um, lacking of scars guards. So I don't know. Stretching it out an extra hour and a half out of what they got. Uh, I'm not saying stretching it out. I'm saying this like make the film not as long. You make an hour and a half film, make it three chapters, uh, and do everything excruciatingly well, mm-hmm. like to the T. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you there. So yeah, I hate <laughs> you too. <laughs> Anyway, guys, I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments down below. If you've listened this far, thank you so much for listening. This week's special code word is gazebos. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I love how they said that, by the way. They were like, what did you, why don't you tell them, Mike? It's all about gazebos. 
<laughs> and I was like, well, they didn't know that he said gazebos to his mom. That was Eddie's thing by himself. Mm-hmm. Why would any of the other people know what he meant by gazebos? And why would they even entertain the fucking clown? Right. When he was like, you know, explaining it. But yeah, guys, what do you think? I would love to hear what your thoughts are. Please sound off in the comments below with anything. Write us personally, whatever. I would love to hear from you guys. We are, of course, not sure what we're going to do next week just yet, but we do have some older movies that uh, we've been meaning to get to, uh, and there's not really much coming out just yet. Uh, We might have a few things in the future, but we'll figure it out. Thanks for coming by, and as always, long live the void.